One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, Egg Chasers. Welcome back to the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. JB here. As you may have guessed, we maybe talked a little bit longer than we originally intended to on this week's podcast, so we have split it into two. One for your way to work, if you have an hour's commute, that's perfect, and one for your way back from work, because of course you've got an hour's commute. So here is the second hour of this week's Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Ed, so red I, card. I used to think it was just appealing to mothers. Like, oh yeah, you know, mothers will be up in arms. Like, they are in the NFL, to be fair. It's like, they won't let their kids play because it's too dangerous, and young Blake has to go and play soccer on a Saturday now, right? Uh, I actually think it's not for that reason. I think the reason that they're so pedantic with... Not pedantic, but the way they enforce the laws in rugby is to give coaches certainty. Because there was nothing more annoying than, say, Joe Moller doing that, doing what he did four ta- uh, f- ten times and getting sent off six, but getting away with it four. We now know he's going to get sent off ten out of ten times for doing that. So don't do it. And yeah. I think that's why... Uh, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, you you cannot eliminate contact with the head because we're playing the game of rugby. And yep. again, going back to what you said, yep. we love we love the game yep. of rugby. And it's, uh, it's Joe Marler could have avoided that, for the record. It's an... Un- okay, well, but, but, putting that to one side, it's, um, you can't stop contact with the head. All I'm saying yep. is, and I'm not saying that I don't want it to be as safe as it can be, and I'm not even talking about Haskell or Marler um, and that, those incidents. What I'm saying is that the mantra, contact with the head is now like oh oh it doesn't doesn't matter if it's accidental because technically speaking by the letter of the law Billy Vanapola should have been sent off when he when he fractured his fractured his arm C- contact with the head well that's where i think you're wrong actually because world rugby in their new uh, amendments to the law actually brought in the accidental contact so they actually give some discretion to the referees so ac- accidental so the previously you never had uh, any scope to give the referees discretion whereas now you do because there is the accidental okay. contact with the head. Yeah, you're right. And um, did you see the Exeter Montpellier game, which we've not spoke about yet? Oh, yeah. But Nigel, I'm sh- that was no, a, no, that was the game. Nigel, that Owens. was Nigel I watched Owens, so yeah. much rugby. <laughs> I'm trying to work out which game Nigel Owen was refereeing. Oh, what a sacrifice in, you made, Phil! In that ga- in that game, I can't remember who it was. Someone slipped. Uh, they fell into a player's arm. There was no force, but they made contact with the head. And, and Nigel said, "Nigel was the ref. Nigel's words were, "Nigel was the ref. Accidental, no force." play on nigel was the referee there you go a, a referee with true empathy and and who but, understands the bigger picture and understands what world rugby are trying yes. to do with the laws yeah because i'm i'm very positive about most of the world yeah. rugby law changes that they've brought in I've and I, I think i think the right referees and nigel owens and wayne barnes are the best two examples i have they both do make mistakes but generally they play in the right spirit of the game and they administer them correctly yeah, all right. I'm I'm willing to go with that. It it it. I don't, I don't, and I don't want to be like a stock record. So um, uh, we'll we'll move on. Let's let's move let's, on to that, Paul. Yes, because this. So the English clubs have not been doing particularly well. Exeter 
their two last two games, they'd lost twice to uh, Leinster, although their second performance was outstanding yep. uh, in Dublin when we were there. This was a brilliant extra performance. <laughs> this was, really was sensational against a monstrous and vastly internationally experienced Montpellier team, Montpellier squad. They're top of the pro forty top. They're top of the top fourteen though, yeah. Yes, they are. Uh, I mean, how good must Leinster be, really? I mean, that's <laughs> Leinster are some t- some team as well. Yeah. Uh, they had a very routine victory against a, a Glasgow squad. He put out four scrum halves at one point. They did. They had four scrum halves in their twenty-three. Uh, two of whom were starting, two of whom were on the bench. Well, it's always good to have that position covered, isn't it? <laughs> well covered. Is yeah. there what other Six Nations squad would Oli Woodburn not get even in a wider training squad? For? Well, hashtag downfall twenty eighteen. Uh, <laughs> this is exactly the sort of stupid decision which is going to cost them. <laughs> like, it really is. I I, I put Oli Woodburn not ju- not just on this, although that that second try of his. He had no right to score that. Well, both, both of, of them. them. Yeah, both of them were brilliant finishes. from Because neither of them were good passes. No. The passes, he had to check, stop behind him. He's got two defenders, and he's against the touchline. Both times gets it down. Yep. Uh, I, I, not just on that performance, on the season's performance, on probably two seasons' performance, I put him above Solomona. Yep. Yeah. I put him above, who else? The no, other, no, no, other do, it, do it another way. Who do you rate above Woodburn at the moment playing? May Watson, uh, I wouldn't go with Watson. No way. I st- I still would. Based on uh, his his form as a winger, yeah. So we only see him as a fullback in the Premiership. Yeah. When we see him as a winger, like in the Lions, like in the Six Nations, we I, haven't I, seen I Jack Noll, but we know he, he he doesn't ever he doesn't play badly. He just hasn't played very much. It might yeah. all, so it's still know, Noll. It would be a good idea if Eddie maybe gave Rob Baxter a call and said, "Hey, who do you fancy more at the moment, Noll or Woodburn? Because he knows them inside out. He whether, does. He, whether he does this or not, I don't know. Yeah." I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I wonder if there's something about Exeter, the way they play, or the conditioning, or something they do there that he just does not. Which like. is why tries like those tries, which were that wasn't on the end of a of a team move. That was just incredible finishing ability. Yeah, get me the ball ten yards from the line, and I'll get it down. Yeah. Uh, Even if there's two hulking great Montpellier players, yeah. trying to get me in touch, I'll still get the ball down. I oh, tell you what, when he went up for a ball against. Um, Oh, who was it? The huge winger. Nadolo. Nadolo. What was... I mean, that's when you understand the difference in size of the men. Because the kind of... like the, the, There's not a huge difference in height. Oh, no. But the difference in frame... A couple Nad- of inches in height, but Nadolo's like double. You know, yeah. the, 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 the king... Is it Xerxes, the king of the Persian army... And the way, they, the, the way they the way they the way the way they portray him in three hundred, he reminds me of Nadolo. Oh, is that the guy? Um, hang on, who who are you talking about now? From three hundred. From three hundred, the film. The, all right, so says Sparta. Right, so are you talking about like the relatively camp person who was carried in? Because that does look yeah. like Woodburn. <laughs> if like, somewhere, it's sort of like. In between Woodburn and Nadolo, actually. Let's, let's look him up. What's his name? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I do. Xerxes is the character. Right, you guys carry on talking. I though. only know that from listening to the Hardcore History podcast about the Persian oh, Empire. Oh, yeah. Or no, the Spartan Empire. Or, ba- um, bad um, guy. There you go. That's not dissimilar to Ollie Woodburn. I mean, it's not exactly like him, but, you know... <laughs> It's not a million miles away, is it? <laughs> we got. Oh. <laughs> that, that, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. 
there you go, Hollywood. Burn us Halloween 2018 sorted. <laughs> get some nose rings. Yeah, we just dress them up like... There you are. You can actually get the outfit. JB, tweet that. At, at Jay Beardmore. <laughs> <laughs> um, other important points. So you mentioned the lack of depth at Hooker. I thought um, Mullet-Dickey had mm. a sensational game. <laughs> he was yeah. brilliant. He put some monstrous hits in. And he was, his carrying was exceptional as well. Now, this game... So, Extra were only 7-0 up at half-time. Or was it 7-3 at half-time? Um, I was a little bit worried because they weren't their usual Exeter selves. They got into Montpellier 22 time and time again in that first half and coughed the ball up time and time again. But then, second half, they kind of got the, the unit working, everything slotted into place, and it was just try after try after try after try. Mm. It was it did not look like top of England versus the top of uh, the French league, the top of the best two leagues in Europe. It looked like the top of the English league versus the top of the championship in that second half. Yeah, agreed. Um, do Exeter just need to go and bonus point Glasgow now? Uh, is it that simple? Well, you make that sound simple. It isn't. Because no. they lost two games. So um, but the if, is- if Exeter get a bonus point, they will get 19 points. Yep. Bonus point win. Bonus point yeah, win. Yeah. They'll get 19 points, which should be sufficient to see them through, but there's no guarantees. No guarantee. So last season, the Toulon qualified in eighth place with only 16 points. And that happened the year before when uh, Exeter qualified in that crazy every team yeah. won three games and lost three games, Paul. But the problem is Exeter are the lowest scoring second place team at the moment. So it's right now. It's out of their hands. It's on. Yes, you're right. Um, it is on. Uh, if it, if it's equal points in terms of uh, pool points, eighteen, nineteen, whatever it is, it goes to aggregate score ah. difference. Yeah, best av- aggregate points difference from the pool stage. Yeah. Then the number of tries scored. So we don't go to wins. No. So they must have done pretty well on points scored. So it's aggregate points scored, tries scored. If equal, the club with the fewest number of players suspended under disciplinary rules. Oh, James Haskell. Or if unresolved by drawing lots. So they don't consider wins at all, which seems seems a bit odd. So they, <laughs> yeah. cons- they draw. So it's suspended players before wins well, and th- lots before mm. wins. Anyway, well, maybe but- I suppose that it's that takes away. Yeah, yeah, but then you've arrived at the, the kind of that would almost undermine the fact you've got that many points yeah anyway yeah if you go the back wins. to wins yeah yeah it's saying that wins are more oh, important than. sorry I'm watching myself that is saying that wins are more important than bonus points how do you look Jay country um <laughs> sorry uh, yeah very yeah overweight no <laughs> yeah you're trying to trim down at the moment aren't you yeah not going well mate not going well at all so shall we run through some of the other fixtures I'll tell you what, before you do that, because I just, I'm just i quite aware that we might have given lots of people the idea of going as uh, the Persian... Um, Ollie Woodburn. Uh, Persian Ollie Woodburn <laughs> to, to Halloween. And it is only 10 months away till Halloween. So what are you going to do to get that head and body completely smooth in 10 months' time? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a product I could use? Uh, a service. What do people normally do to to make skin smooth and get get rid of hair? 
Uh, burn it, burn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Cornerstone now have an incredible new range of um, personal Burning grooming tools. hair flamethrowers. <laughs> <laughs> and also an incredible range of razors. Who, they they uh, support our podcast. And we're getting, we still, and we carry on with this because there are still... It pays us so well. What, <laughs> because we're delighted to spread the word because more and more people get onto Cornerstone every month. And it makes a huge difference to our back balance. <laughs> to, uh, because of the podcast. Well, what people have done is taken advantage of a brilliant offer that we can give you. Because uh, we were there at the very start with Cornerstone when they were starting there now, got their own little empire. And uh, so they give as, us... A, as have we. That they give us a great deal that we can pass on to you. So your six razors in a in a cartridge in your presentation box and your your aluminium heavy weighty shaft none of this plastic nonsense that other similar companies that are trying to copy cornerstone do get your aluminium one engraved with your initials and how about when i say all that four quid less than a pint four pounds to give it a go with no obligation although we think you'll love it uh, so go get yourself to cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers that's cornerstone.co.uk slash egg chasers or egg 10 at checkout you'll love it yeah. Not, don't put the you'll love it at the end. <laughs> no, the code won't work. Just egg, just egg 10. Games, Philip. Games. So I'll quickly run through some games that we've not mentioned. First of all, did anyone, anyone, not just us three, did anyone predict that Northampton Saints would beat Claremont? Oh, uh, no. Who, who didn't? Oh I my just goodness expected me. a routine beatdown for I th- Northampton. I think, I think we spent all of... Uh, two and a half seconds debating Laughing. that one last week yeah. as we giggled yeah uh, Harry, Harry Mallon's just kicking by the way no good to me in the bloody European Cup though is it <laughs> uh, and Ben Foden playing like Ben Foden about 2012 yes not 2018 yes. like that try score I know when uh, Ken PC ran inside him and all of the, uh, the Claremont players just followed him that was a well, genuinely remarkable result that does open that group up a little bit more as well uh, next, did you see the Racing Munster game? No, that was today. In- I haven't seen that, but Racing did a job, right? It was a very, very good game. Last ten minutes, the score was yo-yoing. Um, interesting venue. Uh, Racing 92's new... Have you seen their stadium? I yeah. love it, I love so, it. So, JB and I, when we were in um, Nice... That was some night as well. I really enjoyed that night. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was good. But I, I vaguely remember, but we were, we were in this bar and we were watching it, and that was the first night that they played in that stadium, was it? That was... Oh, no, 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 no France were playing Japan in that ground. Oh, really? No, 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 no. Japan. Japan, as the... Oh, yeah, okay. Japan, yeah. as the... As, as as it was in the commentary, Japan. Um, but yeah, so it's it's mad, isn't it? it, it I, looked, I love. It looked like an indoor tennis tennis court to I, me. Yeah, I, I love. Weird. The side with I don't know why, but with no seats. Yeah, so so it's just a big screen. So yeah. it's like the Aviva Stadium it. in Dublin has the one because of some some old lady that lives there and re- <laughs> refused planning permission or whatever it was. Or oh no, you're you're going to ruin my sunlight. That's why it's glass. Yeah, and that's why there's hardly any seats. But instead of that, Rassing have just gone. I oh, just have one big jumbotron TV screen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? And there's no seats there. I think it looks really cool. It was interesting. So Munster went 10-0 down and all of the Irish uh, pundits were kind of making excuses that Munster aren't used to playing on a plastic pitch. Stacks up. So they're making excuse after excuse after excuse. And then Munster started coming back and then Munster went ahead and then there was no more excuses about the plastic pitch. Weird, that, isn't it? And then when Munster lost... They were blaming the plastic pitch again. Oh it was weird. Well, was I don't weird. think that's a story from this. I think the real story is uh, 
That's Simon Zebo's new employer. It is Simon Zebo's new employer. For have you heard the reported I, uh, wage? I, um, I am astonished at the reported wage. I think Zebo is a fine player. Seven hundred thousand euros, good player per uh, year. Um, no, Zebo no. is a very good player. I'm not sure how many back three players in the world are worth that. He's not. Is Israel Flau? No. I, I, I honestly don't think. I mean, so this is like the Charles Piertel thing. Is Charles Piertel worth five hundred thousand pound a year, or whatever he's getting, or six hundred thousand pound a year? He, might, he thinks he's more than that when he goes to Bristol. Yeah. Or would you rather have Charlie Walker and then spend to get an incredible ten? Well, I mean, or I, I use Charlie Walker as an example because he won't be a he'll not be a, a ma- massive coin winger. But he's yeah, really he's a good. good. He's a great player. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely, absolutely. Um, is is PSL worth six hundred thousand? The answer is yes, just not to Bristol. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I'll go with that. Wonder if I mean I just don't. Zebo just isn't as good as Peter, I'd say. Yeah. In in general, and is he the missing piece? Is he the individual to? turn Racing from whatever they are now into European champions and top 14 champions? If the answer was yes, I'd be like G- give him the cash. Give him more than that. I just don't think he is. The problem is they've got Johan Goose- Usen insurance they? money, probably. Ah, I'm sure they said, I'm sure there was talk that it was insured uh, and when he reneged on his contract, they were basically getting it back anyway. Do we know where he is at the moment? Is he still selling fertiliser? or He's a commercial manager of some farming company in South Africa. Oh my at 24. God, how on earth do you maintain your professional standards? Do you know? <laughs> I mean, presumably you'd be training with the... Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Goose in another time. Yeah, not now. There's too much other things. So, Munster played some really nice stuff. It was their indiscipline that cost them in the end. And they went ahead with... Five minutes to go, immediately conceded a penalty. Uh, so <clears throat> we're back down, kicked off, immediately turned the ball over, then immediately conceded another penalty. And that, that was the story of their game, unfortunately. That was their ill discipline when it counted, when it counted or when it didn't count. Um, we've already mentioned that Leinster very comfortably 55 19 beat uh, a weakened Glasgow team. It was pretty routine. Toulon comfortably beat your beautiful Benetton. Yeah, boys. I was very surprised at this. Actually, I didn't see this one coming. They got it was five tries to nil, thirty-six uh, nil, and they did everything they needed to do. Yeah, just looking at that, it looks like um, Benetton did rest a you know, rest, rest a few lads. It clearly wasn't the um, <laughs> it, it just wasn't a game they needed to win. Yeah, so are you surprised at that? I guess they just went uh, a little bit, a little bit. So You're surprised and it, when they're already out of the European competition that they've rested a few players. How many points are Munster on now? Can uh, they can they still get a home quarter final? Because before this, it was the case that all three Irish provinces were in were looking good for even not even qualifying top of the pool, but potential home quarter finals. But Munster might have Munster spoiled that. Munster can, but it's out of their hands. Right. So they top the group, but they are the lowest points for topping a group on sixteen. Yeah. So it's out of their oh, hands to get a home. Oh, I don't think they'll get a home quarter final now. Yeah, it, it mathematically it's possible, but it's unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at the um, Treviso team, they did rest one or two, so that'll be it. <laughs> so just just a couple of things, just while we're on the, the Irish provinces, just one interesting thing. Did you notice that the uh, Pro 14 television rights are not going to be with Sky next year? Um, no, I didn't see that. No, I didn't know that. Why, where's it? 
So air is 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 it Aira or Air TV in Ireland, in Ireland. Have, have have wrapped up a deal to get the Irish provinces or the three uh, Irish in the Republic um, provinces matches in the Pro 14. And then um, is it going to be BBC which, Northern Ireland? Which, in, and, which I'm just going to let people in Ireland know. If you don't already know, that is all. The good news is, if you get the the Air TV package to get that Pro 14, BT Sport also comes with that. So you get all the <laughs> you get all the European Cup and Avicii rugby. Very nice. So that's that's a that's a tidy little package if you're in Ireland. Um, and the Welsh and Scottish and Italian, it's going to be kind of piecemeal. BBC Scotland, I think BBC Wales, S4C. So that, that that being broken up could have an impact. It'll be interesting. Yeah. That's a disaster. Well... I mean, no, it is a disaster because I think the Pro 14, where the money is, is as a league in itself. So you need to sell all sell all, all the rights as one. If they start drifting off... but Because the value... So the value in Ireland is the Irish games. Yes, exactly. The value in Wales... Is the Welsh games? Yeah, but the value in South Africa is the cheaters and the king. Well, the, well, the cheaters I guess, games. Yeah. So the problem is the most so, val- the most valuable teams there are the Irish teams, and the reason they're all clubbed together is because they don't have enough people in these countries in order to support those teams um, in the same way the Premiership does when it broadcasts to broadcasts to the UK. Well, all I'm saying is, if they're breaking up, there might be a commercial decision behind it. Oh, it's uh, not. This is not necessarily a bad thing for Pro 14. It's not a bad thing for the Irish teams. <clears throat> it might not be bad for the overall Pro 14 if if they're getting more money in overall. But we we don't know that. Do we, we don't know that. Uh, the other thing I just want to well a couple of other things while we're on the the Irish provinces at the moment. One concern we we said ages ago. We we I think we were gen- we were pretty much well. Phil and I were certainly in agreement that we're quite happy and we're glad that World Rugby brought in new laws around residency qualification for national sides mm-hmm. one of the fears i think we expressed back when that happened was i hope this doesn't mean that people just go and try and poach younger <laughs> players are you talking about the montpellier academy uh, no montpellier have been yeah they've been doing it now no but well, I've, I've, they've just, they're opening one in south africa or have recently opened yeah, one in south africa and i was i was really disappointed to see this i don't have anything against the player for doing this because South African rugby is in, in, in a real mess. I understand it. But uh, Munster have signed some youngsters, 18 and 19-year-olds, from one of the rugby schools in South Africa, a tight head prop who's incredibly highly rated called Keenan Knox, and a 19-year-old centre, incredibly highly rated, called Matt Moore. I really, really don't like this. Well, there you go. It's I predatory. Mean... I just don't like it. Well, is it? I mean, I always think about this from two points of view. Uh, fundamentally, I don't think it's good to be moving kid, kids around. You know, different countries, I mean, different hemispheres. I just don't think it's good. And South Africa's a you know, pretty um, pretty developed c- country. They can stay there until they've earned their stripes at a, at a province well, there. I mean, he's an adult, so he can, he can do what he wants. He's, he's an 18-year-old. He's, yeah, a, he's an but, adult. But, but what's, the, what's, the, what's, the intent, what's the long-term intention of Munster and or the IRFU? I get it. He's an adult. But 18-year-olds are not adults. Oh, no. He, I, I, I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to vote until you're 21. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, on the other hand, you know, what, what, what's in it for him coming over here? If it is... You know, a real opportunity which you can't get in South Africa. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's the right thing. It's the unintended consequence of this stupid law change that that should never have happened. But here we are, and this is what they're going to do. And I just well, hope- but, but what is what? Are they, so, 
I'm reading this, and I, my concern is Ireland and all the provinces are trying to get Ireland internationals of the future from. Yeah, that's right. From countries, absolutely right, where the guys aren't. I just, I, I really, well, I mean, re- if that's what, if that's yeah. what's happening, which I'm assuming, but, I mean, that's, that's what Australians, and horrible Australians and New Zealanders have been doing. Uh, you know, to the Pacific nations for, for you know for decades now, I'd, I'd guess. Yeah, and also private schools up in uh, in the UK will offer a scholarship to a lad who has shown enough potential uh, in Fiji or wherever it is. We want our Daryl Marfo back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all about Daryl Marfo, Daryl Marfo and Chris Harry's. Yeah, we got our own back with Gary Graham though. Yeah. <laughs> ben Bellicott. Eventually. I, I really really don't like it and I'm 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 disturbed by it. Equally, I can totally understand why Michael Rhodes would want to play for England. I really don't and I wish him all the best as a player. I don't like that the laws exist that mean he could be an England international sure in July. I mean, he is good enough. Oh no, but he's good he, enough. He's, a very, he's 100% good enough. He's a very, very specific type of player, though, and I'm not sure there would be room for him in England. I, th- I think they're going to pick him in July. Out of just, just to cap him, basically? No, I think, I think they're going to pick him with an intention of taking him to the World Cup. Bearing yeah. in mind what we were talking about earlier, Joe Worsley, Lewis Moody, Martin Corrie, who do England have as the backup back row? I don't Don't think it's good enough. I feel like I want to throw (laughs) this phone through that light. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if he doesn't pick... Don Armand. Every week we've got to talk about Don Armand. (laughs) Or or Ollie Woodburn. We've already given him the mandatory uh, 25 minutes this week. So let's move on. Yeah. So I think we've covered pretty much all the games. Unless anyone else wants to raise any points. Uh, Matthew Bastero is going to get in trouble for some uh, ill-judged, <laughs> oh, um, I've got, uh, ill-judged I've, outburst. Oh, they got caught on ref mic. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've also got a thing to tell you. Um, Cast have lost the last. Oh no, no, they beat them thirty-nine nil. Yeah, I watched a lot of that game. Not particularly pretty from a Leicester point of view. Get on my whiteboard. Uh, write down Matt Matt, Matt O'Connor to be binned by, by by the end of the season. I think that might be a, a good. Prediction. I'm, I can get on board with that one. Yep. Um, That's so poor, is it? Well, before we get into before we get into our fixtures next week, so we mentioned briefly the Stephen Donald move. We mentioned the Zebo move. There's another fly half moving. There's two fly halves who've re-signed. Marcus Smith Marcus got Smith. signed up on a long term deal, Rep- reported as a million pounds, which. If that's true, two hundred thousand pounds a year. I can't believe he's on two hundred thousand pounds now. So maybe he's the, the way the deal's structured. From what, yeah, I, from what I read, his he will finish this season on thirty grand. His which is his like junior player contract. What, what does he need? He's living at home. Yeah. His <laughs> mum's making his tea. Here's <laughs> <laughs> some lodge mum. Here's hundred quid a month yeah. lodge. How much are you earning down that club? <laughs> uh, it then goes up to a maximum of 230 a year, including bonuses. Oh, I thought bonuses were in addition to that. 230 plus bonuses. That's no, it can't that. be plus bonuses. I, I think it is. I, I, thought, no. I thought it was... This I'm not year was peaking that. at 230 a year. They, they would not... I mean, to be would fair, it, that that is market value for a 10, even if it was a just a 10 in, in a squad, not not a frontline 10. He has proven... He, I mean, he is the star in 10 for Harlequins. He's class. He's, I mean, he's a premiership star. Oh, I know, I know, I know he's class. We don't, we don't need to debate he's it. Also, I, don't, I, I think those numbers are you, rubbish. I think I, it's boring. I also think, I'm so not at buying that it. age, you're also... So if we know how good he is at 18 and a half or whatever he is, you're kind of paying a premium for potential. Because every season he should be getting 
Like Nick Evans, if you're paying half a million a year for Nick Evans when he's 34, you're not. There is no potential that he's going to improve next season. If anything, he'll be worse next season than he than he is now. Mm. At 18 to 19 to 20, to, if it's a five-year deal, by the time he hits 22, he could be comfortably worth a million pounds. A Equally. Season. Shane Geraghty, Ryan Lamb, Freddie yep. Burns. There's a number of examples yep. of guys that were yep. mercurial, precocious, 18-year-old talents. This is the real I, I, This is the real deal, though. Thank <laughs> you. Ryan Lamb was undoubtedly the real deal at 18. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Yeah, Garrity. So, Garrity was starting for England, I but, I mean, but Quinns have. If that's if if that's what they're paying, I don't believe that's what they'll be paying next season. But I think but, it is. Uh, but is. If that's what they're paying, they, they've they've negotiated so badly because it should have just been right. How much is your Xbox Live? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, we've got that. We'll give you gold membership for your Xbox. In fact, if you, we'll get you a, we'll get you a PS4 and an Xbox. Have you heard so you how can fa- play live? Have you heard how fast the Worcester Academy House Wi-Fi is? <laughs> yeah. We can Uh-oh. we can hook you up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying now. I, I know we just said about Ryan Lamb. I do believe he is the real deal. I think he's already in maybe the top five pr- pr- Premiership fly halves already. Um, you seem to have moved on from let's not jump the gun to. Kind of accepting that he's pretty, pretty damn good now. No, yeah, no, of course. I, 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 no, I'm still saying let's not jump the gun because you don't using words like great, and you know, there there are too many cautionary tales. There are too many cautionary tales to to start saying that an 18 year old. Of course, there's a Johnny Wilkinson. They come around very, very rarely. Well, on my board there, uh, Marcus Smith, the greatest player of a generation, all spelt wrong. There you go. Uh, oh, yeah. On, on the Leo Vegas board of destiny. I, 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 I sincerely hope I sincerely hope you're right, and he undoubtedly has yeah. that potential. For that, for everything I've said there about by the time he's 22 and he's five years of potential, he could equally he could get worse and worse every year, yeah. and he could have two bad knee injuries, you're, and at 22, yeah. I'd, I'd like him to... Jersey. Yeah, I'd like him to have a couple of years as the backup fly half no Quinn's. just throw him in there he's in a backup t- like Tim Sweel look at jo- well, just look at George North now he was a guy that was just chucked in there at 18 that's a really interesting one right so let's just let's just think about that because George North by the time he was 23 was a world beater but now he's t- what 26 but like yeah. do you think maybe it's just that he started at 18 and now he's 26 and that is your mandatory uh, like 8 years at, at the highest level <laughs> and just because we moved it to say God, 22 he's, he's only 25 is that it yeah so l- 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 this is a little thing just because let- we moved those 8 years a little later on in his life yeah. does that does that matter maybe you're right at, at rugby podcast who was a wonder kid i'd love to get a list of names that were once called like a, a wonder kid superstar of the future because anthony allen 100 percent. freddie adu fred, fred. <laughs> <laughs> football manager fans will uh, enjoy that one yes freddie adu still only 28 who, who... no he's not. <laughs> get out of town I, I think he, I, I think i know where he was playing as well at, what attack midfield forward left center yeah <laughs> i think he was at, he was at washington Ooh, uh... he's had a long list of clubs he's <laughs> not a, not a good list of clubs wasn't there someone who signed who signed a footballer on the strength of football manager? Oh, there's been a few of them. I'm sure of that. There was someone who was supposedly George Weyer's cousin. Is that Graham Souness signed someone? George Weyer, president of Liber- uh, Libya. Yeah, no, yeah. Liberia. 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 Sorry, not Libya. Liberia. Um, yes, yeah, a tough gig being president of being yeah. in charge of Libya. Wouldn't want that one. I'm just trying to think of some more uh, young lads who are going to be world beaters. A bit of here's a stipulation, right? They've got to be world beaters, but they can't have fallen down due to injury. They've got to fall down just due to who they were. So Shane Garrity is definitely in that 
in in yeah. that category. Um, Ryan Lamb, definitely in definitely in, yeah. that, in, in, yeah. in that category. Yeah, he spent last. So the comparison between. If, no, you can't if, go... if back then you'd have said, "Oh no!" In uh, in twenty seventeen, he'll be third choice fly half at uh, Gavin almost Henson. almost relegated Worcester. Yeah, yeah, Gavin Henson, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but you can't say Tom Reese. Yeah, because he he never got to he never got the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So someone like Jean Marc Dussan, who I think he's, I think he's still at Toulouse, but yeah, what does he do now? Not a lot from what I've seen. Miles Benjamin, can't say him because he would have been a world yeah. leader. He would have been he the was, greatest winger in the world. He was so close. He had he had it all the size, the power, the speed, the rucking. The rucking. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the rucking. <laughs> and the tries, top try scorer one season. Mm. Where we were yeah. prior to getting slightly distracted. Although, let was, us know at Rugby Podcast. Like, yeah, that's pe- not where we were. People who were wonder kids. No. Or- where we were was about to discuss the other fly half who's on the move. Oh yeah, who is? So he's announced that he's moving. He's announced that he's ne- that leaving the Highlanders at the end of the 2018 oh, Super Rugby season. Ah, Wanga. and it is rumoured that he is moving to Wasps. Good signing. Good signing. Great signing. A 26-year-old All Black. Yeah. That would like, that's that's got to be a concern for New Zealand, doesn't it? Hugely. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think they're happy with Barrett for the time being. Yeah, I know. That's, that's two, not, two but, Barrett's, McKenzie. But let's just remember Ulster's uh, new 10, Beaver, kicked over World Cup winning penalty kick yeah. when, when he was called up fly fishing. They I mean, quite like fourth Rich, choice. I think they quite like Richie Moanga uh, 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 as well. Um, I, think, I think they would see Sapoanga as number two, particularly since Cruden's gone. Yeah, but how many twos do that go? Like, yeah, Cruden, Nick Evans. You know, a lot of them have been... All the more reason to keep him for one more year. Hang on. Who have, um... Who have also signed? Uh, Stephen Donald. Beaver. Allegedly. I don't think it's been confirmed. But everyone thinks it's happening. He's playing in Japan. Or has been playing in Japan. Ah, ah, right. Stephen Donald, who was uh, white bait fishing. Yeah, yeah. So I was getting confused with um, a different fly half. He used to play for the Blues. I can't remember his name, though. Okay. Piers Gatland. Yeah? Piers Gatland. P- maybe, maybe. Um, right. So, Piers Ga- no. no Piers. Carlos Spencer. Oh, no, no, he didn't Piers Francis. What, who's Gatland? What, Bryn Gatland. Bryn Gatland. Bryn Gatland. Piers Francis, Bryn Gatland. Um, yeah, so Sapuanga's going to Wasps, we which believe. would suggest, as we mentioned before, Sippers might be on his way out. There are some rumours about him going to uh, Sale. Who? Sapuanga? Uh, no, um, Sippers. Sippers. Cool, I, th- I think that's... Yeah, I, I tell you what, it nah. would not surprise me if they made a move. If they, if they, they will at least inquire. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if Sale make a move. It would surprise Sippers now. Has, he, he just wants to go to France. Does he want to go to France though? Because like, I'm just making the argument here. There are some good boys at Sale that he can have <laughs> a, a beer or two with. You just, know? just text Sippers if you want him to know that. Yeah, Marland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Denny. Denny likes a beer. You can get. Have loose. you seen the tabloid stories around Denny? No, no. I don't know if I can talk about sale in this uh, in, in in this manner. I've just been allowed back in the building, so I know he was engaged to that right. MTV bird. Who uh, I'm going to no, no, sorry, no, sorry, stop, no. stop, stop, stop. I'm going to. I'm recusing myself from this conversation. You two talk Why? among yourselves, <laughs> okay? Because I'm because I'm a good media trained boy. She's you're, well, no, you're no. being bona fide media. Okay, mm. no, all, no. All you need to do is report it in the right way. So fire away. So, 
yes, we thought he was engaged to this woman who's now in the Celebrity Big Brother house. Yeah. She says they got married in Vegas and she's now filed for divorce. <laughs> oh, Denny. Denny, Denny, Denny. And apparently, they apparently they've been married for a year and a half, according to her. Really? So she says. Well, he's picked, he's picked a good one, I guess. <laughs> no comment. No I'm, comment. I'm staying out of this. I am quickly realise it's be, uh, beyond my sphere of competence you're to gonna talk about this. You're going to disappoint uh, Ryan Kiesel on Twitter, who said, the most interesting sales story in ages, I bet will be a long topic of conversation on today's rugby podcast. Uh, CBB's Jess in Piazzi married England's Denny Solomona in the uh, reputable rag that is the Daily Mail, of all places. Reputable rag that is the Daily Mail? Yeah, I Un- know. Unreputable? Yeah, well, did you not sense a hint of sarcasm? No, uh, th- we need punctuation for she, sa- she says, and I quote, Before I could blink, we were down the aisle. She reveals she secretly married rugby star Derry Solomona in Las Vegas, that, but the pair are divorcing nine months later. She um, sounds like an absolute delight. Because, <laughs> uh, because um, she said she's waiting for divorce papers to put an end to their marriage. She says they got back from Vegas... Um, where they got married on a whim, and then he got—he was too quickly back to old habits in England and started going out partying again. <laughs> you married him in Vegas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear! Right, so let's talk about some games. Enough of that. Yeah, let's. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it sort of backs up your point about um, there's some good boys to go out with. <laughs> <laughs> count, count me in back to the rugby right uh, anyone want to do any of the challenge cup no no it's, let's just check if the, I quite no. like the Thursday night game if there is one just be better there isn't a Thursday night game no I'm joking so we're not not even going to discuss that no cool though there is a Friday night game oh and, yeah and there's no uh, Champions Cup so on Friday night well, oh because they've got to play them at the same time I don't think they are playing at the same time no though. they have to play the pool games at the same time okay uh, well, yeah, just play two Friday night actually. So yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna let JB have one more little moment with Sale before we depart because again they just need to be better and get in the top six and then we can talk about more at this time of year. Yeah, um, but Sam Moore at uh, Bolter for the Wales squad, Cubby Boy won't won't get into the back row, but Sam Moore to possibly sneak into a Wales squad number eight. They're short of number eight. Kings out, Falatau's out. Falatau's out. out. Moriarty uh, just back. I didn't even realize he was Welsh. Yeah, I, I, well, there's a, I imagine there's a bit of a, a, a to and fro in Wales, I think, would want to keep him. I think his dad and uncle were Welsh internationals. I think he would struggle. I think he would struggle. I think there'd be pressure from the club. I'm not saying they would do that, but e, uh, EQP is a really important thing. Um, he was educated in Sabah, uh, so he, he strikes me as, fair, uh, as fairly English. He's bloody massive, though. I mean, if you meet the guy, he is uh, he, he's absolutely enormous. His, his dad and uncle both played for Wales. Um well, he's played England under 18s as well. Yeah, in fact, yeah. I think he was captain. Uh, I'm going to say that it's far too early to be talking about someone as an international for anyone yet. And if they cap him, it'll be for the... I mean, he isn't starting material. No way. No, 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 I know. But they, they are short of number eights and he is a highly rated prospect. I'm just, I'm just saying because we've got the, we got the uh, Welsh squad being announced on Tuesday... I'm not suggesting you'll get in this one, but maybe for a summer tour, no, you'll get a place on the plane. Do you know what I could see? Yeah, I can see some kind of, yeah, let's get him capped and then bin him off for a while. I think he'd be wise not to respond to the overtures of any 
national team who might not have yeah. his best interests at heart carry on playing get established and then see do you say that do you give that same message to Gary Graham then <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah basically yeah <laughs> he's 25 isn't he yeah you know, I think Gary Graham knows what he is at, at this point well, that, that that should be what it is. When it comes to national recognition, it should be you know what you are. If um, if you're like, it should be like if you're held at gunpoint and someone says, "What what what nationality are you? What nationality are you?" Whatever you say there, that's who you play for. because uh, Mike, Mike, Michael Rhodes would say South African. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Moore at that point would know whether he's English or Welsh. Uh, yeah, well, nationalise the English. <laughs> <laughs> 26 grand a game! <laughs> uh, okay. Games. Let's anyway, try, games, let's games, games, get, games, games, let's games. Let's see if we get through some games. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start off. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Pool 2. Uh. On Saturday, Pool 2. Now, this is the pool featuring Claremont, Ospreys, Saracens, Northampton. Claremont, Ospreys, yeah, okay. So, Claremont currently top, Ospreys in second, Saracens in third. Okay. Out of Saracens' hand. So, Claremont host Ospreys. God, so, they just lost to Northampton. Do you know, it sounds like it's such a simple task <laughs> for does. Claremont just to dispatch them. Claremont have got their own issues, mainly around fly-half, um... Luke McAllister is there now uh, and, on loan, and most of a backline just out injured. Yeah, straightforward one bit. Uh, the Ospreys are pretty powerful up front. Ospreys stayed in the Saracens game mostly through indiscretions from Saracens and the scrum. Happen. Yeah, it won't happen again in Claremont. Claremont, Claremont will win at home. Deal with them. Yeah, yeah. So, so we should put Claremont I'm, on at I've least. Got, I've got my live tables here. Yeah. So, give me points. Uh, four points. Four points to Claremont. Yeah. And how many to Ospreys? Zero. Saracens hosting Northampton. Five. Got to be zero. five nil. We all agreed. Yeah, maybe four zero, but five. Let's say five. I think Saracens need that because it's out of Saracens' hands. To give them the best chance, they've got to get that bonus point. This yeah. feels to me, uh, yeah, it's going to be a huge Saracens win. Five nil. Do whether whether Northampton get one or nil say, is irrelevant. Every time. Saracens, sorry, Northampton, kind of start to feel a little bit better about themselves. They run into Saracens. Yeah. <laughs> like every time, like, do you know what? Things aren't so bad. This they're, year, they're, they're not. 20, 2017 18 yeah. is going to be a great season. First game. Wow. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, we're getting better. We've won a few. We beat Leicester at our place in, the, in an East Minnesota. Oh, yeah, things are going. Oh, Saracens. They just smack him in the face. We've got a new coach. We've won two on the bounce. 
Oh, Saracens. Exactly. Yeah. So, so from those predictions, Claremont top the group, Saracens fall into second place with 18 points, which right. will become clear when we do some more predictions. Okay, love Ooh. this. Go on, Phil. So, pool three. Uh, this is the pool. Leinster top the group, five out of five wins, then Exeter, Montpellier, and Glasgow, who are out of it. So, uh, Glasgow host Exeter. Exeter, oh Glasgow! I think they're going to put in. I think they're going to put in an effort. I think they'll bring some players back to try and show up well at home. But Exeter will win four zero. Four zero. The Glasgow again. Glasgow. Whether they or get four, one or one. zero is pretty much irrelevant. I, I think this could be. So I think Exeter will go for the five, but they'll have the strongest possible team they can. They'll grind it. I think Exeter will get five points out of this. Agreed. Which will put them on nineteen. Glas- Glasgow were nursing a few injuries, and they were. Ultimately, a little bit flaky and underpowered against um, Leinster. It's weird having talked about the Pro Four team being so much better. They're top of their conference and bottom of their yeah. European Cup pool. So yeah, so that will that will be extra on nineteen points. You think? Correct. And, and then Montpellier host Leinster. Now, have Leinster already got a guaranteed home quarter final? They do, don't they? Yes. So I th- I'm going to go uh, Montpellier. That's I think Leinster will, will yeah will rotate a load of players. Now, if Exeter get the five points. Montpellier's score is irrelevant because X to go to 19 Montpellier can only possibly get to 18 mm-hmm. Yeah. so I, I think Montpellier will win 4 or 5 1 but I think it doesn't actually matter ok then pool 5 these are the 5.30 kickoffs on the Saturday okay. which is JB's pool his beloved Bath and Benetton and the brilliant Scarlets oh, and Toulon. This would have been the, the JB Bowl back <laughs> yeah. in the day before. Um, so, Benetton hosts Bath. Bath, they're not out of it mathematically. They're in basically the same position that Saracens are in. So, yeah, they're going to win it. They didn't beat them at the wreck with a bonus point, but they will beat them with a bonus point because I don't yeah. believe the Benetton will put their best foot, foot forward. So, Bath will be on 18 points, which... Before we take into account the Scarlets match, puts them in runner-up position. Yep. Or back on top. No, runner-up position. Uh, it, yeah, depending on points difference. They oh, with t- on the on the head-to-head with Toulon. Yeah. Oh, well, Bath are ahead on the head-to-head with Toulon. Uh, it was one all, wasn't it? Yeah, but, the, but it, then it goes points to points difference. aggregate. Bath's okay. points aggregate was better than Toulon's, I think. But, but then Toulon travel two Scarlets. Now this is. Oh. So I think this should be the game of the week. Yeah, this I'll is leave the it. one with most. Hold it, hold it. We'll 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 come back to it then. No, no, no. no just no, do the music now. now. Come on. Yeah. Oh, oh no. This is so much pressure. Oh, don't worry. Just don't worry. Go to LeoVegas.com or get the Leo Vegas app for your smartphone. It's the way to enjoy rugby matches even more. Bet responsibly. Over 18s only. The widest range of bets. They love their rugby. Uh, we love them. And why we do, recommend them to just you. Just of interest. Why haven't we been doing that since since the start? I mean, we get paid the same. And it's like a lot, a lot less pressing <laughs> buttons, isn't it? It's worth, the, the, Leo <laughs> Vegas are worth the effort. You only press like two buttons a week, Jay. It's you're re- trying to half that. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, you know, you're 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 a maths guy. That's a huge, <laughs> huge decrease in workload. Go and, and pre- go increase and, in productivity. Correct. Go and press the buttons on the Leo Vegas app. Uh, so our game of the week is Scarlet's hosting Toulon. Yes. And Scarlet's fresh off the back of that bonus point victory at the wreck. Scarlet's win by five. I think Scarlet's going to win this as well. Okay, so... Uh, 
What are Toulon? Where 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 are they in the top fourteen? They're about sixth, aren't they? They're certainly top half. I think, I think they're, they're below Toulouse. Are they below Toulouse? I believe they are. Uh, give me two seconds, and I can tell you. Uh, they're a bit more traditionally French than they have been in past seasons, as in their French big, top fourteen. The, the bigger they are, they are in sixth. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, no. Yes, sorry. Yeah, Toulonnais and then yeah. Stade Toulousienne. <laughs> they very, are in sixth. Very annoying. One below Toulouse. Yeah, so... Um, but equal on points. I I think they are horribly equipped to deal with Scarlets. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm going to say that they, Scarlets should theoretically take them to the cleaners. I said by five. Actually, on my betting slip, I'm going to go... 10 to 15 points win by to Scarlets because if they're going to win they're going to win big I'm calling it uh, I'm going to say Toulon win 5 points Scarlets get 2 points Toulon 5 points Scarlets 2 that's what I'm saying but I don't what, what are you so thinking I, I think I think 4-1 to Scarlets just okay think, just, well let's go 4-1 then just before we move on just think about this right if if Scarlets fire out the traps like they like they often do and they yep. score, the, score, score the early points. That's what draws other teams in to this kind of, you know, this uh, uh, slugging match. At which point, do you not think Toulon are going to tire a lot earlier than they normally would, leading to yet more points for... Oh, it's going to be, if... Scarlet's are going to win. Yeah, if Scarlet's win, they win big, is what I'm saying. So they score first, and that's going to be in the indicator. If they score first, it's going to be Toulon long. just trying to keep it tight and maul them off the park. Yeah, that's that's the bit. So Toulon won't get dragged into throwing the ball yeah. out from wing to wing because they've not got the personnel in the pack to do it. Yeah, they're, they're too fat and slow. So they are going to play the most boring. They're going to use Bastero and Nonu to crash up the middle if Bastero is available. But yeah. yeah, if he's available. If not, they'll just put Fekitoa or someone else doing a similar job. And they're going to use that monstrous pack and just try and rumble it. And Chris Ashton. Yeah, if, if and if they score first, I mean, if they get like I don't know a cheap penalty, kick it to the corner, drive over, we're going to see a very different game. So if Scarlets, if Scarlets score first, so give me Scarlets, and I'm going to say they're going to win by. So the, you, are you saying a Scarlets bonus point win? Yes. Two, I, I just got this funny feeling. Ten two, to fifteen two, points. But mind points. you, no, the difference with Scarlets this year is they've got that experience under their belt. They won Pro Fourteen. Uh, Pro 12, they know about winning in those, and the way they laid it all on the line and played in an ev- all ev- everything on the line game against Bath, they've got that mentality now. I'm gonna, all right, fine. I'll go. Scarlets will sneak. I don't think it'll be. So Scarlets only lost by one point in the Stad Mile. Let's go four to one then. So as you said, Phil. Yeah, I'm with four four to one for Scarlets. So that puts Scarlets top of the group with 21, Toulon 19, Bath. Out of it on eighteen, and that also means, uh, well, we're not yeah, we've still got yeah. a couple of pools to go. Okay, so we've then got pool one, which is Ulster's pool. Ulster currently sit top of the table on seventeen, La Rochelle in second on sixteen, Wasps on twelve, Harlequins on seven. So we first got what should be fairly routine. Yeah, La Rochelle hosting Harlequins. Which I'm saying Rochelle, five, five nil. nil. Yeah, oh, uh, there's a lot riding on this, so yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no, actually, there's nothing riding on it. So qu- Quinn's, Quins win. Quins bonus point. Quins five points to nil. Uh, now La Rochelle are going to pick up five there. Yeah. Now, if so, 
Then Ulster travel to Wasps. If I'm feeling well enough, I might be going to this game. What? With who? When? How? Uh, I've got. I'm at a wedding in Peterborough the day before. Uh-huh. I'll be driving. That's on your way back. Back past Coventry. This is an outrage. <laughs> uh, right now, I don't particularly feel well enough, but I'll see how I feel on on the Sunday. Mm. Well, well, got... well enough for a wedding, not well enough for a rugby game. I... Well, it's. It's uh, one of Claire's friends' weddings, so uh, do you know what? I might, let you off. I might you... be sleeping half of it off. Yeah, you don't look like you're right. Why don't you let Claire do the wedding? You watch it with me. Here, ah, that's a good idea. There you go. Watch all of the games. Exactly. Um, right, wasps who have they've effectively blown their chances yep. by their loss to, to Quinns. It is completely out of their control, and they need some miracle results to have a chance Not of going through. So wasps, yeah, they need like five results to go their way in order for them to go through. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> they do have two weeks of Anglo Welsh Cup to. Um, so I think they'll still give it a crack. Yeah, they're not going to pick a. No, they won't. Well, they haven't got enough players to pick a week. Yeah, true, but they're so mentally fragile, as are Ulster. <laughs> So I can't. I need you guys to pick this. Who's going to win, and by how many points? Oh goodness me! Well, wasps. Uh, you know, no. well, it just depends. I mean, who's the ten? Is Stephen Donald going to be straight in at ten next week? So Johnny McPhillips came off the bench, and Peter Nelson has been playing for the A team and a bit out round and about. Wasps at home. Wasps so, are going to win it. Why can't four, Lilia Fano just stay for four one more to week? one? Four to one. One more week, Christian. Mm. Four to one. I think you might be right. 4-0. I think Wasps will win it. Because nothing matters, so Wasps can win. Let's give Ulster a losing bonus point. 4-1. Yeah, Ulster aren't going to score four tries. They might get within seven. So we'll just play an extra centre. So Ulster end on. (laughs) Just play an extra centre. We've got enough of them. Piotr was going first receiver a lot at the weekend. There you go. Uh, Do you know... I was with a couple of Ulster lads this weekend who I play rugby with. And they're proper, you know, born and bred. Not Pride. Pro- yeah, proper proud Ulsterman. Not like you, Phil. Not like Johnny what, are you, what are you trying to say? And they kept on saying to me, and I didn't. I don't recognise this description, but I'd like to know if you do. They kept on saying that Piatau isn't the player he was. Um, he's not. He, he, that's because he's going to Bristol. Maybe that's exactly what I said. His passing isn't quite up, up to where it was, and he's lost a, lost a step. They're just saying that. Come on. So. I'm not sure Piatau is the player he was. Um, I, he, Sorry, let me rephrase that. When he wants to be, he's still the player he wants. I would question his motivation all of the time. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. If, if anyone watched the Ulster-Leinster game the other week, his commitment and, def- and therefore his defence was inadequate, to say the least, for so someone being paid so much money. If it's four points and we give Ulster a losing bonus point, Yes. What? Um, where does that leave the pool? Puts La Rochelle top with 21, <clears throat> Ulster on 18, which Ooh. should be the same as Saracens. Uh, and we've got one pool to go, which go. is Racing and Munster's pool. Okay. So, pool four. First of all, Leicester hosts Racing 92. Racing oh, win. Which is going to be... Four, uh, let's say 4 to nil. I'd say 5. I, uh, maybe not. Keep, I genuinely think... Yeah, 5 nil. I genuinely think if they get battered, like they did today... That is Matt O'Connell's last game because the embarrassment. Did is you see the team though? It was they, they just picked they picked the second choice team. Yeah, I, no, he I will pick a stronger team. Don't, don't get me wrong, Tim. I definitely see see that, 
but a club of of that of that stature, it's embarrassing no, for but, them. But clearly, what what they're doing, they're, they're, they've got a month. They're focusing on that Premiership. Premiership. They're not. They're not going to get rid of a coach mid-season again. Again, not for the third no. time in no, just over a year. Okay, then. Even if they think that's the right thing to do, and I don't think it is. I'm going to put it on on the board. They won't do it. Put it on the board. All right, we'll write it on the board. Leicester to sack Matt O'Connor mid-season. Bef- yeah. So right. are we? All, are we all saying? Uh, Racing four, Leicester nil. Yeah, uh, yeah. Racing four, Racing five, mate. So Racing, I'm going to write it in green. Yeah, yeah. it does I'm, depend what feel team. Feel free just to correct any spelling on there. Okay, Racing five. I think it's very possible it could be five nil or five one. Then uh, Munster host Cast. Cast got a very good win, but they are out of it. Uh, and Munster at home, and Munster looked really good against Racing. So I think this is going to be a five nil to Munster. I think you're probably right, mate. Which means, hang on, hang on. Go on. It means what? So the four group toppers or pool toppers. Oh, sorry, the five pool toppers are. But do it in order because the top four get a home quarter final. Yeah. So the first team to get a home quarter final will be Leinster. Yeah. Followed by Clermont. Followed by... So these are pool winners, yeah? Pool winners. Followed by... We then have three teams. Scarlets, Munster and La Rochelle all with 21 points. So this... So it'll go down to points difference. Wait. (laughs) And surely on points difference... Oh no, because differential. Scarlets have... Oh... Anyway. Yeah, we we won't know. So we won't know. Right anyway. now, right now, Scarlets are plus thirty six. Munster are plus thirty five. Oh. La Rochelle are plus twenty six. Wow! So it could go anyway. But so La Rochelle play Quinns at home, so it could be anyway. In the lap of the gods, that one. Then let's assume our predictions are correct. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very big assumption. Then we have as best runners up, we have Rassing on twenty points. Uh, we have Exeter Chiefs on 19 points. Yep. And we have Toulon sneaking it in last place again on 19 points, which means no Saracens, which means no Ulster. So our prediction for the quarterfinals is Leinster host Toulon. Yeah. Claremont host Exeter Chiefs. Yeah. Play them again. Uh, and Munster... Was it? Uh, or Racing? No. It'll be probably, let's say, Scarlet's or La Rochelle Scarl- host Racing. Scarlet's or La Rochelle host Racing, uh, and, and then Scarlet's or La Rochelle host Munster. Munster. Woo! You heard it here first. One of each team. Yep. Two Irish sides. One, one Welsh. One Welsh. Three French. Three French. Nice. I, I like the balance of that. It feels like a proper it's, European yeah. Cup, doesn't it? Well, apart from the two times holders, the reigning champs, we are seeing they're out. Funny old game. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm mentally exhausted after that. That was a a mammoth session, a marathon yeah. session. I was just so so exhausted from a weekend of watching, working at, and now talking about rugby. Uh, there's only one thing to do is to go and sit and watch a load of American football all yeah. night long. <laughs> no, what's the first game? Nine o'clock, is it? Uh, yeah. Nine, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I, I had a hotel room in Swansea last night and couldn't sleep. So watched, um, because I didn't have Sky or anything on my phone, I watched someone periscoping their TV <laughs> <laughs> of the New England Patriots match. So, so, I, so do, you, do you see the ruling? Uh, someone got fined £85,000 for periscoping. Oh, that was the boxing. Jo- yeah, Anthony, Anthony Joshua. Joshua. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't. I, I thought about periscoping, didn't do yeah. it at all. <laughs> I thought better of it. Yeah, rightly so, Tim. Um, um, that's that then. Excellent, boys. Well done. Only good um, pod, a marathon pod. Yeah, two hours. Only two hours. What? <laughs> well, I mean, if we chat here for another ninety seconds, it'll be two hours. We should split it into two halves and um... <laughs> and double our downloads. More money. <laughs> We split it into two halves just to make it a manageable chunks for people. Yeah, bite size. People don't because that would too much. Because the problem is when you start downloading in the morning a two-hour podcast, you know you might then walk out the house and you're using your four G rather than your Wi Fi. Ah, uh, right. It yeah. would just be the nice thing to do to split it into two. Exactly. Well, co- <laughs> come for the rugby, stay for the convivial chat. That's what I like to say. Come for the rugby, stay for complete Toffee's brilliant photoshops. Oh, have you have you oh, seen no. his mock up of uh, no, I don't want to Ollie s- Woodburn? <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> it's <is> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bravo! Uh, I'm, I'm not on the egg chasers um, Twitter at the moment, so I can't I can't spell the password. So um, anyway, anyway, that's enough of this. Um, <laughs> Do it so quick. <laughs> Who are you, complete toppy? That is brilliant. He's obviously watching the Facebook Live. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Very, very good. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that will be the picture on a two-part podcast that you're listening to the very end of right now. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, yeah, you know where we are. You know what we're doing. Uh, you're going to come and join us on the Tier 2 tour. Uh, enjoy the rugby and we'll be back next week. Let the boys play. Let the boys play. 